0: Good afternoon everyone. Welcome to Intuitive Vibes. This is your host Erica speaking. First and foremost, I want to say to each and every one of you, I hope you are all staying safe and healthy during this global crisis. I know that this quarantine and social distancing is just taking a big toll out on everybody and it it has its effects on us emotionally, mentally, physically, economically. So I do hope that each and every one of you are staying safe and healthy and you are maintaining through through this crisis. And I hope that everybody's following the rules and doing what it is they have to do and just, you know, making the best of it until hopefully all of this is over and hopefully soon. In today's episode, what I wanted to talk about was 15 signs of a narcissist. We're going to give the traits, behaviors, and and other different factors that fall behind it. Now, if you noticed in my last episode, I did give 10 different personality disorders. I started off with the personality disorders because I wanted each and every one of you to kind of get an idea what it is we will be delving into in future episodes. So I figured that would be the best, the best way to, to start things off. Now, in this episode, the 15 signs of a narcissist, we're basically going to go over just 15 signs of different types of behaviors of a narcissist, which may be a family member, a romantic interest, or even friends. These are the signs that you really would have to look out for in order to properly discern moves in your life, properly manage how you handle relationships, and properly decide if you want to even continue being in any kind of dynamic with someone who may be a narcissist. Now, The first thing we have to do is figure out the definition of a narcissist, narcissistic personality disorder. Now, narcissistic personality disorder, also known as NPD, is a disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. So this is a person who feels that their self-importance is of the utmost importance above anyone else. Okay, narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men, though it is found in men and women. It's found more commonly in men than it is in women. And the cause is unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Now, symptoms include an excessive need for admiration, disregard for others, feelings, and inability to handle any criticism and a sense of entitlement. The disorder needs to be diagnosed by a professional so please keep that in mind I always emphasize it needs to be diagnosed by a medical professional they are the ones that you have to go to to properly to get a proper diagnosis because the medical professionals are trained for this now just bear this in mind because narcissistic personality disorder can it's very similar to quite a few other personality disorders and there are chances that it can be misdiagnosed. Medical professionals pay very close attention to behaviors and traits and patterns. And since they are more educated in the dynamics of it, they're usually your best route to go. So without further ado, now that we know what a narcissist is and narcissistic personality disorder is, we're going to get into the 15 signs of a narcissist. Now, the first sign is, Superiority and entitlement. Now, narcissists, they must be in the driver's seat and must be able to maintain control at all times. Understand that there is no democracy with a narcissist. So anyone else's opinions that are expressed, they're pretty much expressed in futility. They are under deep impression that their way is the best way. The only way actually. Now you couple this with a strong sense of entitlement and narcissists can pretty much do and say as they please because they feel that they're special and they have those rights. That entitlement, that inflated ego, that sense of self-importance gives them enough fuel to put themselves at the head of the line and feel special enough just to, to be there. Now the second sign is exaggerated need for attention and validation now another core trait of a narcissist is the constant need for validation and attention it truly counts for them if it's from other people but understand this narcissists they're like a funnel so no matter how much attention love and positive words you give them it flows in from one end but it flows out from the other They always crave more. So they need that external validation to kind of build them up. And the more they get it, the more they crave it, the more addicted they become with it. They're constantly in need of praise and admiration and approval of others. It's to boost their fragile egos. So even though narcissistic people have inflated egos, a very big ego, their egos are extremely flat, fragile. We'll talk, we're talking paper thin, fragile. Now, the third sign is perfectionism. Now you can spot a narcissist with their extremely high need to be perfect. And they believe they should be perfect. You should be perfect. Events must happen precisely the way they envision them. Now, clearly no one is perfect And when you can't live up to such high demands, it leaves the narcissist to feel miserable and dissatisfied. You have to understand a narcissist is never satisfied and they will always find fault in actions of others. They are never fully complete. They're never fully satisfied. Narcissists are known to being voids and with a void, it's pretty much endless. So In actuality, no matter what it is you do, no matter how hard it is you try, when you have someone who is a perfectionist, it's just, it's an exercise in futility. It's just just pointless because you can try as much as you want, but unfortunately with a narcissist, you're really not going to get anywhere with it. The fourth sign is they have a great need for control. Now, life is one big play for a narcissist. And they are the director. They want and demand to be in control at all times. And with their sense of entitlement, it's logical for them. See, to the narcissist, you are to follow the script of their play. And any off-script actions leaves the narcissist upset and unsettled because you're defying their perception of how things should pan out. So just keep that in mind. If you're dealing with someone who has extremely controlling behavior and coupled with an extreme sense of entitlement, you may just be dealing with a narcissist. So you have to be extremely careful and extremely discerning with it. The fifth sign, they have a lack of responsibility and they tend to blame and deflect on others. Now, lack of responsibility is a clear cut sign of a narcissist and though they wanna be in control, they never want to accept responsibility for the results. Not unless the results are what the narcissist wanted. Now, if the results of actions committed are not reflective of the narcissist's desires, they will shift blame to someone else. In an effort to preserve their ego and avoid criticism, they'll shift the blame to the person or people closest to them. This is all to maintain a facade of perfection. The narcissist has to have someone to deflect blame. Now, if you have a very close relationship with a narcissist, chances are they'll shift it to you because they're safe. They know that you are the least likely to leave or reject them. So just keep that in mind. If anything were to arise from a situation, and though the the narcissist did play a part or play a role, even if a very slight role, because narcissists tend to do that when they're not sure if a situation is going to pan out the way they envisioned it. They will put the minimal effort and if, you know, if all goes wrong or if all goes shot down to hell, then basically they're going to shift the blame to whomever's around. However, if everything turns out to be great, they have no problem taking credit for, for all of it. So be extremely careful with that. The sixth sign, they lack boundaries. Now, Some people cross boundaries every so often, and if you're adamant about people respecting your boundaries, you'd have no issues expressing that to them. However, with a narcissist, they will go to any lengths to get what it is they want, which includes crossing boundaries with no concern towards how another feels. Narcissists are like children, they believe everything is theirs and they deserve it all. So, if you set boundaries, and you decide to stand firm with them, they'll pout, they'll project, and in most cases, they'll even act infantile just to get you to fold. Narcissists do not respect boundaries. And the reason they don't respect boundaries is because boundaries are non-existent to them. They're entitled. They deserve it all. They're special. So what is a boundary to them? Absolutely nothing. The seventh sign. They have a callous lack of empathy. Now, the hallmark sign of narcissism is lack of empathy. Narcissists tend to be selfish and self-involved. Therefore, they have an inability to understand others' feelings. They expect others to think and feel as they do and are rarely apologetic, remorseful, or even guilty in their thoughtlessness. Now, some, some lack the understanding of the nature of feelings They think their feelings are the cause of someone or something outside of themselves, which is why it's easier for for them to deflect blame onto others. If they're consumed with negative feelings, they often believe it's due to someone external to themselves. Now, this lack of empathy makes relationships with narcissists extremely difficult or even impossible. So basically, they feel that their feelings, whether it be throughout or at that point in time, is a result of an external force, an external someone else, not within themselves. They really don't have a sense of resonation with themselves. Therefore, if they feel negative, and let's say you are opposite to the narcissist, they're automatically going to say, well, I feel negative. So You must have done something or you did something to make me feel this way. It's not because of themselves. It's because of you or someone else. The eighth sign. They perceive everything as a threat. Now, narcissists are highly attuned to perceived threats, anger, and rejection from others. But they often misread subtle facial expressions and are typically biased in interpreting facial expressions as negative. So unless you're acting out on your emotions in a dramatic way, they can't properly tell what you're thinking or even feeling. If a narcissist is angry or on edge, if you were to say I'm sorry or I love you, that can backfire as they do not believe that it's true. In addition, if your words don't correlate with your facial expressions, they'll misinterpret it and act defensively. This is why narcissists often misinterpret sarcasm as actual agreement or joking from others and they actually take it as a personal attack. So if your facial expressions don't match your words, which doesn't really mean that you're trying to be malicious or you're trying to be, you know, hurtful. They need to see you act out. They need to see your emotions act out. So though someone can see you as just relaxing and you're just, you're in your zone. To a narcissist, they have to consistently know because unless you're acting out on your emotions, they really don't, they can't follow. And they tend to, they really tend to misinterpret and misconstrue based on this factor, now, the ninth sign is emotional reasoning. Now, we've all made mistakes in trying to reason and use logic with a narcissist. Believe it or not, whether you realize it or not, you have. Trying to explain the painful effects their behaviors have on us. You know, we think if we explain how hurtful their behaviors are, they will understand and possibly change because they care for and and love us. Unfortunately... These explanations don't make sense to a narcissist, especially since they only understand their own thoughts and feelings. So although they say they understand, the reality is they don't. Narcissists make their decisions based on how they're feeling about something at that point in time. And if they're bored or depressed, and let's say you have a relationship with them, They often decide to end the relationship and start new endeavors elsewhere. They always look to something or someone outside of themselves to solve their feelings and their needs, and they expect you to go along with their solutions and will react with irritation and resentment if you choose not to. The 10th sign, splitting. Now, The narcissist's personality is pretty much split into two, good and bad parts, and they often just split everything in their relationship into good and bad parts. So any negative thoughts or behaviors are blamed on you or others, whereas they take credit for everything that is positive and good. They deny their negative words and actions while continually accusing you of disproving, They also remember things as completely good and wonderful or as bad and horrible. Again, there's that that good and bad. So it's either hot and cold, black and white. There is no gray area. And they can't seem to mix the two up. So they can't seem to find that gray area in between. It's always either one or the other. Narcissists can't see, feel, or remember both the positive and the negatives in a situation. They can only deal with one perspective at a time. Theirs. Fancy that, huh? The 11th sign. They have a fear of rejection and ridicule. Now the narcissist's entire life is motivated and energized by fear. So you wouldn't initially pick this out as a sign of a narcissist though because most narcissists, their fears and their, you know, their insecurities and their shame, they're all deeply buried and repressed. They're constantly afraid of being ridiculed, rejected, or wrong. They may have fears about germs, about losing all of their money, about being emotionally or physically attacked, about being seen as bad or inadequate, or even about being abandoned. This makes it difficult and sometimes impossible for the narcissist to really trust anyone. In fact, the closer your relationship becomes, the less they will trust you. Narcissists fear any true intimacy or vulnerability because they're afraid you'll see their imperfections and judge or reject them. No amount of reassurance seems to make a difference because narcissists deeply hate and reject their own shameful imperfections. They never seem to develop trust in the love of others, and they continually test you with worse and worse behaviors to try to find your breaking point. Their gripping fear is being found out or abandoned, and it never seems to dissipate. So you already have the clear-cut idea of their, their fears, their internal fears. Narcissists react on fears. They live their life with fear. They live their life with anxiety, which is the 12th sign. You see, anxiety, if you're familiar with anxiety, I'm familiar with anxiety. We've all experienced it, okay? And it's an ongoing, vague feeling that something bad is happening or about to happen. Now, some narcissists show their anxiety by talking constantly about the doom that is about to happen, while Others hide and repress their anxiety. But most narcissists project their anxiety onto their closest loved ones, accusing them of being negative, unsupportive, mentally ill, not putting them first, not responding to their needs, or being selfish. All this is designed to transfer anxiety to the loved one in an attempt to not feel it themselves. So, as you feel worse and worse, the narcissist will feel better and better. In fact, They feel stronger and more superior as you feel your anxiety and depression grow. So they're basically using transference. They're transferring, they're projecting, they're transferring, they're projecting their feelings onto you. And what you are doing is you are internalizing this projection. You're internalizing these feelings. And as you're taking in all this negative energy and all this negative thoughts the narcissist is pretty much releasing that negative energy onto you and therefore it's making them feel better. I know, it's really sad to think of it that way and it's really, really horrible to to honestly even say it because no one deserves that. Truthfully, no one does. The 13th sign is they have deeply repressed shame. Now, narcissists don't feel much guilt because... They think they are always right and they don't believe their behaviors reflect, they don't believe their behaviors really affect anyone else, but they harbor a lot of shame. Shame is the belief that there is something deeply and permanently wrong or bad about who we are. Now, buried in a deeply repressed part of the narcissist are all of the insecurities, all of the fears, and rejected traits that they are constantly on guard to hide from everyone, including themselves. The narcissist is acutely ashamed of all of these rejected thoughts and feelings. Keeping their vulnerabilities hidden is essential to them, and it's essential to their pretend self-esteem or false self. Ultimately, however, this makes it impossible for them to be completely real and transparent. So, If you, if you're familiar with a false mask, we've heard it plenty of times where people wear false masks, they're pretty much repressing their shame, their inadequacies, their thoughts, their, you know, insecurities that they're, their negative thoughts about themselves. They're kind of like repressing them and they're just saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to put on this false mask and go out there into the world and pretend that I'm confident and I'm self-assured and I don't need validation And the reality of it is it's a false sense of self because they refuse to work on themselves. They refuse to work on their insecurities, on how it is they truly believe, what it is they truly believe about themselves. They just basically go out into the world and project an idealized self you know so it's it's unfortunate that they feel that way about themselves and they really have to put on a mask to to cover that up but i truly believe that if they are able to get the proper help that they need if they come to terms with it they can reverse all of that around now the 14th sign is they have an inability to be truly vulnerable Now, because of their inability to understand feelings, their lack of empathy and constant need for self-protection, narcissists can't truly love or connect emotionally with other people. They cannot look at the world from anyone else's perspective. They're essentially emotionally blind and alone. This makes them emotionally needy. Now when one relationship is no longer satisfying, they often overlap relationships to start a new one as soon as possible. They desperately want someone to feel their pain, to sympathize with them and to make everything just as they want it to be. Now this is a form of codependency except they have little ability to respond to your pain or fear or even your day-to-day need for care and sympathy. Basically when if you're in a relationship with a narcissist a romantic one at that and they see themselves not being fulfilled the way they had hoped or the way they planned or you know the way they want to be fulfilled never mind the fact if you're showing love and you're trying your best to to make the dynamics as comfortable as possible If you are a loving and caring individual, their need to have validation consistently has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with the idea that you are not good enough, that you are inadequate because that is not the case. A narcissist, just like I said earlier, is never fully satisfied because they are walking voids. Unfortunately, that's just how it is for them. So please, if you've ever been involved with a narcissist and they have left you to feel as if you are not worthy, if you are inadequate, that is farthest from the truth. In fact, that is a bold-faced lie because that is not the case. And finally, the last sign, the 15th sign, an inability to communicate or work part as a team. Thoughtful Cooperative behaviors require a real understanding of each other's feelings. We all know that. We consider how will the other person feel? Will this action make both of us happy? How will this affect our relationship? Now these are questions that narcissists don't have the capacity or the motivation to think about. Can't expect the narcissist to understand your feelings give in or give up anything they want for your benefit unfortunately it's useless narcissists are not into compromising they're not into making certain sacrifices they feel the need to be in control so even if you make a suggestion or if you say hey let's compromise on this or let's try to work on that or let's try to figure this out. Let's come to an agreement. It's a no-go in a narcissist book because the minute you decide that you want to try to form compromise is the minute that you are trying to impede on their lives. You're trying to impede on their uniqueness. You're trying to take away rather than contribute. And in some cases, I've learned that when relationships get to a point where someone who is dealing with a narcissist tends to see all of these signs and then they start to question things because it's just unfair. It's not right. Narcissists tend to get very defensive. They tend to project anger. They project, in some cases, rage, hostility, and they tend to, again, shift the blame in making you believe or attempting to make you believe that you are the problem, you are the one who is controlling, you are the one who needs to relax, you are the one who is being selfish, they will basically deflect it all on to you. And you have to be very careful with that. If you are dealing with a narcissist and if these signs sound familiar to you, And this person or these people, because again, it could be lovers, it can be relatives, it can be friends. If they are in your lives, I would strongly suggest that you really think about if you want to continue in a dynamic with someone like this. Because we have to understand that people like this, they will not come to terms with their own issues because they do not think they have issues. They don't think they have problems. So if you have someone who is clearly in denial of the issues at hand, especially if their behaviors are demonstrated based on these 15 signs, then you may have to really rethink the whole relationship, rethink the dynamic, just rethink it all. Okay? So guys, I wanted to get these signs out of the way because in future episodes, we are going to be talking about so many other issues because this is just, this is just the flour in the pan compared to the entire cake that we're going to have to bake when it comes to deconstructing a narcissist. And we're not just talking boyfriend, girlfriend, family members, friends. We're talking work. We're talking every single aspect and every single dynamic. So I do hope that with you tuning in, I hope that you were able to get something out of this. If you are interested in more information, if you're interested in learning more of the content that I do post up on social media, because beside the podcast, I do have YouTube and I also have Facebook, then please be sure to... To check out the, the pages, you can check out my Facebook, which is www.facebook.com forward slash intuitive.vibes. That's V-I-B-E-Z. And my YouTube channel, which is also Intuitive Vibes. And you can you can get some more some more details on the different types of narcissists that exist and of course the different types of narcissists that may be in your life. So again, I hope that this beginning episode of many episodes to come was helpful for you. I hope that you were able to tune in and really just really absorb it, absorb it all. And I'll be working on my next episode because I'm super excited and I'm super ecstatic to, to get as much knowledge out there as possible. So guys, I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you for you're giving me a shot, <laughs> really. And if you like the if you like the podcast, if you like my channels, please be sure to like, follow, subscribe, all of that good stuff. It really means a lot to me. So until next time, guys, namaste.